people turn to the Weather Channel app for their weather forecasts every day. But what if the app could forecast more? Like allergy risk trackers and real-time rain alerts. So you know when to stay inside, load up on tissues and podcasts. And 24-hour future radar. So you can plan to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcasts. Do more of what you love. Don't just check the weather. Embrace it with the Weather Channel. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Rumkey is hiring CDL drivers age 19 and up, and drivers are paid based on experience. Rumkey CDL drivers earn $1,000 to $1,300 per week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in their first year. Rumkey drivers are home daily, work in a recession-resistant industry, receive great benefits and performance incentives. Start a lucrative career and apply now at rumkeycareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. following program is intended for immature audiences only. Don't think, just listen. Coast to coast, border to border, and around the world, you're going online with Bill Alexander. Hi, everyone. Yours truly, William Eric Alexander. All my friends call me Bill, and you're online with yours truly, Bill Alexander, here on WMCK.FM, Fayette TV, Channel 77, and on italknet.com. We're broadcasting from the Phil Giannetti Motors Studios, high atop High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call. The number is 724-785-6800. And stop by his website at philgiannettimotors.com. Hi, everybody. Hope everything's going fine for you on this wonderful day. Today, we have a musician that's going to be joining us on the program. Her name is Frankie Ray. Frankie Ray is an American musician who plays American music country folk pop here is the uh, title song from her new album called brave and the song is called brave here online with yours truly bill alexander His name on the news A Stanford boy couldn't do much harm They never gave her her truth The truth that lies beneath their white smiles But all of us know what this is about, boys It takes all we have just to be Say it takes everything 
Right now, I have Frankie Ray from the uh, Tampa Bay, Florida, Florida area. Uh, Frankie, how are you doing uh, today? Great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just shared the song with my audience, Brave, the uh, new song off your new album, Brave. And that's really a great song. It sounds like an anthem of sorts. Did you write that song yourself? I did. Yes. Music and lyrics. Okay, so what is the what is the uh, the just give me an idea of the purpose behind the song "Brave." So I started. I had the idea to write the song after um, the Pulse shooting in Orlando, it was a nightclub okay. in Orlando, yeah. Um, and yeah, um, so that kind of happened, and that was pretty tragic. So I kind of wanted to write, I guess, a song kind of revolving around you know basically the awful things that happen in the world, but okay. I also wanted to show a little bit of hope, showing that us as a society, we can overcome those differences and those things that happen if we 
work together and learn to love each other. So that's kind of what the song is about. You know, it's about tragic events, but the chorus really brings in the idea of hope and how we can actually overcome that if we just try. And it's it's a great song. And um, is that Thank you. and that song itself is that what you basically rallied the album behind? Was that one song as the center point, and then everything else just filtered in around it? Not so much. There are a lot of different themes throughout the album. There are a lot of different topics that I talk about. Brave is a song that's very important to me, so that's why I chose to name the album after that okay. song. Um, but but there, there are a lot of different themes throughout the album that don't necessarily deal with what the song Brave deals with. Okay. Now, the the type of music you're performing, it it's pretty much the uh uh country genre, correct? Um there there's a couple there are a couple songs that kind of have a country feel to it, but I usually kind of stick to pop. Um it's really hard to kind of put myself in a genre because I I'm inspired by so many different genres of music. Um but I would say I guess more around the pop folk kind of area <laughs> okay i can i can actually thinking about it right now and hearing you talk i can see more of the folk folk type um doing that but you, you're right from what i've listened to there is a mix of all of it i just didn't know if you tried to class your classify yourself as a um what type of performer you are but if you're doing everything then i guess you're just a performer which is actually kind of right, good too. Yeah. So it gives <laughs> I you. I usually say singer songwriter. There you go. So pretty much all yeah. the music on this album you've written yourself. Yes, yes. Yeah. So all the music and lyrics are by me. Okay. And how long have you been writing music? I started writing music when I was around maybe twelve or thirteen. Of course, I was, you know, very young, so I didn't quite know what I was doing. Um, it was kind of just a hobby throughout middle school and high school okay. and then after high school i started taking it a little bit more seriously and really thinking about how i wanted my songs to sound you say middle school and high school looking at the photographs that was what four or five years ago <laughs> not quite okay <laughs> so um how long have you been performing professionally i've been performing professionally for about four years now before that i probably spent a couple years just going to open mics and just kind of getting my feet wet in the music industry around town. Okay. And this is your major, this is your career right now as a singer, songwriter, singer, songwriter, performer, right? Yes. Yeah. This is all I do. And, <laughs> it's a fun uh, life. and um, pretty much, do you have a band backing you or is it electronic or how's that work? I do have a band that backs me when it's needed. There are some venues that prefer, I play just by myself because maybe they want something a little bit more quiet. Okay. Um, and then there are other venues that want, you know, people dancing and, you know, they want the whole nine yards. So I do have mu other musicians that I play with. Oh, okay. And how many nights a week do you usually perform? <laughs> usually every night. <laughs> I, I have, yeah, this, this month alone I, I had about um, 34 um, shows or gigs. At, wow. at various restaurants around the area and, and venues. Um, of course, we are in Florida. I am in Florida, so it, it rains a lot in the summer. Yes. So a lot of those shows do end up getting canceled because of weather or, you know, whatever. So the, the audience that you're dealing is there a certain type of audience you have? Is it a certain age? Is there a certain demographic makeup? What have you seen at some of your concerts? 
You know, I've noticed that it's a lot of, I guess, people around my age. I'm 30, so it's usually, um, you know, 30s and 40s. I think it's because I have a kind of a 90s acoustic feel. So I think that, that, you know, that's the kind of music that I grew up with that was popular, you know, when I was getting into music. And I think a lot of people my age relate to that. However, I do have, you know, people that are older than me from previous generations that um, follow me simply because I remind them of the singers and songwriters of the 60s and 70s. Because yeah. I definitely am influenced by that kind of style as well. well and I was so gonna... there are people that are my parents' age, you know. That, uh, thanks. Yeah. Now I feel really old. Um, when, I, <laughs> <laughs> when I was listening to you, when I first found out we were going to do this, I was listening going, she sounds familiar not individual not as an individual but the quality of music and i was thinking late 60s early 70s in that in that uh, time frame because years and years and years ago i used to be an oldies disc jockey so i'm very familiar with a lot of that that music especially from oh, the, cool. the, the folk end and i'm going she sounds familiar and it and it, it, it i rack my brain going okay i can i can pinpoint i can pinpoint it and I can get close to it, but again, you do have your own unique sound. Are there any performers from that that period of time, the 60s, the 70s, the 90s, that influenced your music? I'm really inspired by Joni Mitchell. Mm. She's an amazing songwriter. I, I grew up listening to her simply because my mother was always into her. So. Right. Um, uh, Joni Mitchell, I've been told that I sound like Melanie. Yes. Melanie Sofka. She was from that era as well. Um, I'm, I'm really influenced by her. Um, Ricky Lee Jones is another one. I love her style. So there, there are a lot of different ones. Billy Joel, Harry Nelson. Yeah. I, okay. Now, now I can, now I can start picturing it. You're right. Because there is a quality in your music and especially that you're writing your own music. Um, a lot of the music you write, is it dealing with personal experiences or is it just random stuff? For the most part, it's personal experiences. Um, um, for the most part, it, it is, sorry about that. For the most part, it is personal experiences. Um, however, I mean, I'm influenced by everything. I mean, I see movies that I get inspired by. I see I listen to other songs sometimes and I hear a topic or something happens in the news and I write about that. So I definitely try to not just write about myself because I want to involve other, you know, I want to write things that other people can relate to as well. Okay. And, um, and, and I, on your, uh, on your website, there's a quote that says, Frankie Ray has a lovely voice and great stage presence. She sang a number of very nice original songs and then delivered the best by far version of No Diggity I have ever heard. <laughs> Truly spectacular Scott, Scott Hopkins, writer for the Music Fest News. So you will take other people's music and then try to make it your own? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually enjoy doing that. You know, I, I like interpreting a song in a way that maybe the own writer didn't intend to interpret okay. it. You know, I, I kind of like playing around with the style and seeing how I can, you know, just make it my own. I think that's, that's, that's always fun to do. So you've been selling, this is the second album. The first album was called again? A Thing or Two About a Dream. Okay, A Thing or Two About a Dream. 
How well did the first album do? You know, <laughs> I, I think for me, I was so happy to finish it. So okay. I, I think it did well in the sense that, you know, people were buying it. I was just starting to become a, a professional full-time performer. So there were people who were purchasing it. However, it, it really didn't do as well online. It kind of was, you know, because I was just starting. No one right. really knew who I was. Yeah. So um, it, I guess it didn't do well in the in the money sense or the sales and all of that. Um, but then again, you know, to me, that, that doesn't really matter. I'm just happy I finished it. Okay. <laughs> now, when was Brave released? Brave was released March 28th of this year, 2019. And do you have an idea of how well it's doing right now? It's doing actually pretty well. I, I'm, I'm getting a lot of, um, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of streaming. A lot of people are doing Apple Music and Spotify. And there's definitely, there are a lot of streams that are happening. And then I know a lot of people are, are downloading it and they're buying it at my shows. Um, simply because, you know, I, I play out more, and right. I think, you know, I'm starting to gain more of a following. So people are definitely purchasing the album more than the first one. Now, with the idea of, of doing your own doing your own music, and again, you had someone produce this for you, is there an issue about putting it online? Are you worried about someone taking it and using it for other things? Or are you okay with that going out online and, and being able to use it that way? Well, luckily, I I know a lot of people that have released several albums that have kind of taught me about okay. copyright laws and all of that. So I, I definitely uh, stay on top of making sure my music is, is copywritten, so okay. I don't need to worry about someone necessarily stealing it. Right. Um, however, if they want to use it for, I don't know, I mean, I... I at this point, I kind of would appreciate the exposure, so I wouldn't really be as upset. <laughs> well, I need, you know, as long as they're not taking it and pretend, and saying it's their own right. song, you know. I need, yeah. I, I need to go look through both albums. I need a new theme song. Maybe I can find one there. But anyhow, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think it's very interesting that that you're doing it now. Um, have you produced a music video to any of these yet? Because I know that's something that a lot of people look for, especially in this age of YouTube if there's uh, a music video that goes along with the songs? I have not at the moment. Okay. I definitely would like to in the future. Um, but I'm, I've am seen a lot of music videos that uh, other musicians release, and I, I just, I feel like it has to be very well done. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it can't be shot with an iPhone and, you know, walk it like, Sometimes that's what musicians do just because they simply want a video and they don't really, yeah, they just do anything they can just to get a video. So for me, I definitely want to take my time with it and I want to make sure it's done correctly. And when, when you, um, got into music and you said, uh, before we came on today that you were, you were performing open mics and doing, um, performances like that before you became professional, what was your motivation to become a professional performer? I was kind of at a point, I had just finished college. I just finished uh, getting my degree and I was at a point where I, I had to do it now. You know, I, I, ha- I, I was like, well, if I, if I'm going to do this, I have to, I got my degree, you know, I, there's definitely a fallback plan if I need it. Right. But I, I have to, I, I just, I wanted to, and I, I figured, you know, now or never. So, um, and I, luckily I had a great 
team of musicians that I was friends with at the time, and they were all full-time, and they were kind of telling me, you know, hey, you you can make a living doing this, you know, you just have to really work hard at it, and that's kind of where it all started. So if you don't mind me asking, what is your degree in? Uh, my bachelor's degree is in art history. Okay. <laughs> kind of random. And then, yeah, my um, I went back to college for a master's program, and my master's is in uh, elementary education. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that That's awesome. The reason I say that is when I'm not doing this, I teach full-time, too. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, oh, great. Yeah, so I, except I do it on a high school level and I teach what I'm doing right now. I teach media communications. So, uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So, what's really nice about this is, is that you do have a fallback plan. Now, the one thing I'm going to ask you because you have an art degree and an elementary ed degree, why didn't you, yes. why aren't you going to t- get a music degree to teach music? You know, everyone asks me that, and my answer is always just, I don't know. I, I have so much fun doing music. I guess when I was when I was in college, I wasn't sure. Okay. I had a lot of reservations because I, I wasn't sure, if, honestly, if I was good enough. <laughs> I kind of music theory is still very difficult oh, to me. Yeah. And when I play, yeah, when it's I play hard. with other bands, I'm always the one like I don't know what key I'm in. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? Right. So I really am behind on that. Okay. And then when I went to college, I wasn't sure if music was an option so i wanted to just do something other than that as far as my degree is concerned okay i i find that interesting because there's a lot of people that that when they do their when they when they get a degree like that they always do something other than what their hobby is or their vocation is and i think that's interesting however i think an elementary school teacher that can play the guitar is fantastic (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, do you like do you like working with younger kids? I do. Yeah. Currently, um, if I have the time, I will substitute teach. Okay. Um, I obviously don't have the time to, to teach full time because that's a, a lot crazy. Of work, yeah. <laughs> that's a, a lot of a lot of work. Um, but I, I do every now and then if I can find the time in my schedule, I sign up for a substitute job where okay. I go in and maybe spend the day with kindergartners or, you know, and that's fun. I like that because it, it gives me something to do that's, you know, bigger than myself, bigger than my career. Now, have yeah. you, have you garnered any inspiration from working with those kids for any new music? Not really. I don't know if I've had any experiences. Um, I'm sure if I really sat down and, and thought about it, I, I would find some inspiration, but Usually when I'm teaching, I'm so busy that I'm not really okay. thinking about the music. <laughs> so when you got into the music, what was the one thing that hooked you and said, hey, I want to be a performer? I mean, because to me, it sounds, just by talking to you for the, the past 20 minutes, it sounds to me that you are you are, you have been bitten by the bug. You've been jumped in both feet, hook, line, and sinker. What was the one thing that had to... What the one thing that got you involved in it, and then what the one thing was that pushed you over the edge to actually do it? Because to me, it sounds like a dream that you have, and you're very passionate about that dream. Definitely. Well, I I always wanted to be a performer when I was younger, and I even before I knew what that meant, I would always 
you know, watch shows when I was a kid and see people dancing and singing. And, and I, you know, I always wanted to do that. Um, but then more realistically, I, my brother was in a pretty successful band and he toured all around the country and oh, okay. actually he toured around the world. Yeah. And I, I saw him doing it and I look up to my brother. He's everything to me. So I was really inspired by him. Um, and that he's kind of one of the ones that really made me think, okay, I could actually do this as a job. And he, he, uh, yeah. how much older th- uh, is he than you? He's actually nine years older than me. Oh, okay. Wow. There's some, there's some distance there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, me being a, when he was get, gaining all this success with his music, I was still pretty young. So, okay. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, what's your brother's name? His name is Lauren. The band he was in was called Foxy Shazam. So they had some some hits on the radio and did some pretty okay. some pretty big things. So on your on your um, in your press kit that I was reading, it says you're actually getting some play and some um, some exposure in uh, Europe and France. Any idea why? You know, I I do know a couple people who do live in France, but other than that, I actually don't know. I mean, we're lucky enough to live in the digital social media era, so yes. I, I guess maybe people just... I mean, I, I always browse the internet and, and go through the rabbit holes and try to find new music, and I do find, a, you know, these independent artists over in Europe or, you know, wherever... Um, so I guess maybe they're doing the same thing with me, which is pretty cool. Because listening to you, and um, I don't want to pigeonhole you here, but you do sound, it's a very American type of sound that you have. Because it is that folk yeah. sound. It's that, like you said, Joni Mitchell, it's, it's that sound in a 2019 setting compared to 1970. So there is a resemblance between that. And that may be the one thing that people are interested in because you have that that uh, that true American sound, which if that's the case, that's fantastic. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, again, it, it's really cool. So you said you're performing pretty much every night of the week yeah. <laughs> You're afraid I'm going to ask you this question because you don't know. Uh, <laughs> so where are you where are you performing later this week? So uh tonight I'm performing in Bradenton Beach, okay. which is a little bit south of the Tampa area. Um you know, you know anything about the area. I'm playing in Bradenton Beach at a at a little restaurant called Coconut Hut. Um tomorrow I'm in Tarpon Springs, which is a beautiful, beautiful little town in northern um you know, kind of Pinellas County, still south of, you know, Tampa, kind of in the greater Tampa area. Okay. So if you're from the area, it's more toward the, the Gulf Coast. So When you perform, do you, do you like the intimate settings where you're playing by yourself? Um, or do you like it when you have a full band behind you? Or is it just different? They, they both, they're kind of apples and oranges. I love, I love the, the quiet settings where it's just me because then I can just, kind of do whatever I want you okay. know, like I can I can look through you know I can think of oh I'd like to maybe try out this song and I don't have to worry about the band knowing it or not knowing it okay. however I love working with other musicians and it's so inspiring when you're on a stage with other people and 
you're all just connected and you're just creating music together. So they definitely both have their strong points. Absolutely. With you saying that, I never thought of this before, but if you're performing a small intimate group, are you able to perform the songs that are off your album, say Brave? Are you able to perform them as an acoustic or do you need a full band behind you? I perform them both acoustic by myself and with the band. Yeah, the musicians I play with know the songs, and um, I, you know, I wrote them all on my acoustic guitar, so I can okay. perform them. <laughs> I was just curious: is there ever going to be a time where you come out with an uh, with a CD or an album that is going to be just acoustical music? I've actually thought about it. I kind of don't want to because I, I love being in the studio and okay. and hearing other musicians create the music with me. Um, but I, I have had a few people who have purchased either this, my, my most recent album, or the album before that, and they've come back to me and said, man, I, I, when I first saw you perform, you were just, it was just you and your guitar, so I kind of expected to hear that on the album. And there was one friend who was, he seemed a little disappointed. He said, oh, I was kind of expecting it was going to be just you. I didn't know there'd be, right. you know, a full band. And I'm like, well, it's, you know fully produced album so <laughs> so in other words you actually do have two different types of audiences then some that like that that quiet acoustic sound and others that really want to hear the uh the the large band behind you so sounds to me like you have yeah. uh, two distinct audiences and that's awesome because that takes a performer a long time to be able to get that and you started out with it already yeah yeah and i've even had a few people come to me and say that they want me to release an album of the cover songs that I do oh, really? in the style that I do them. Yeah. So, but of course that's a whole nother <laughs> beast because you have to copyright laws. Oh, the licensing stuff, so. would be, would be difficult. <laughs> licensing. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the songs that you cover that you, that you enjoy covering? There's so many. I love, I love doing Janis Joplin because I love singing like her. Okay. I love, you know, it's, experimenting with with different vocal styles um and there are a few other you know random songs that maybe were popular when i was growing up in the late 90s bubblegum pop era that i like to do and usually people my age say oh my goodness you just played britney spears i remember that song or oh my gosh you just played christine aguilera you know yeah so, so I, li- I like doing those, yeah. So have you opened up for other acts before in the Tampa Bay area? I have, yeah. The My favorite one that I can remember, um, it was a duo, girl group, um, and they were they were called Philo, and they were from Louisiana. Okay. And they came through the Tampa area, and I was lucky enough to get on the, on the bill with them, and I, I opened up their their act so that was a lot of fun really inspiring and i'm going to ask you a question because i'm naive when it comes to this how do they find you to do it to be an opening act usually i'm the one reaching out to them um i remember for this specific act i I knew the woman who was booking it and i knew the act was coming through and she is someone that i had kind of already worked with before she had booked me at her coffee shop before okay um so with this other venue she's you know, just when I was talking with her, I said, hey, you know, if you see any opportunities come up or maybe any shows that I would be good for, I would definitely love to have that opportunity. And then she reached back to me. She said, actually, yeah, I think it'd be great opening for Silo. 
because you have that kind of folky sound. So that's how that came about. And that's usually more often than not how I get. Oh, okay. Sometimes I get people reach out to me through social media just because, they, you know, I know them and there are other musicians that I've performed with. Gotcha. That sounds that sounds really good. So um, mm-hmm. anything new coming out? I mean, I know the new album just came out this past, past March. Are you working on anything right now in the studio? Actually, I am, but it's for a couple other musicians. Oh, I'm okay. doing female vocals. Yeah, there's a friend of mine who's working on his album, and I provided some female vocals. And then there's another friend that I was actually just talking to yesterday. He's going to be working on an album, and he needs female vocals. So I'm going to be working on his project. And, of course, I'm always writing songs. I mean, I have a few new songs that I've written since the album's released. Sounds good. So, um Frankie, I really appreciate you taking time with us today to talk about this. I wish you all the luck in the world, and maybe we can talk again in the near future whenever you finally get your big break and do your national tour. Absolutely, I'd love that. (laughs) Again, it was really great. (laughs) The, The album is Brave, and other than the title track, is there any other songs on the album that the audience needs to listen to? And when they when they download it, the first one they need to listen to other than Brave. I would say Taking My Chances. That's track number one. That's a, a very inspiring song about sticking to your guns and doing what, you know, you believe is right in your heart and not letting other people sway your decision or sway something that you believe in. Um, and then Something Else is another one that, that I kind of like. That's I like the I like that one more for the production I, I kind of like the way all of the all of the loose ends tied together oh, that's great. Okay. <laughs> in that song I got yeah you. so those are two so frankie thank you very much for spending time with us today i really enjoyed it i learned a lot about you and i hope to have you on the program again and uh, best of luck with everything that you do and we'll talk to you next time all right thank you thank you very much And before we wrap everything up on today's episode, we're going to play one more song from Frankie Ray. It's one of the ones she told us to listen to. It's called Take My Chances, and we'll be back to close everything out here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. They always said you were the perfect one they ask me how you doing, have I seen how far you've come? You always stood one step ahead And honestly I always wanted to be your friend Taking back my pride, eh? And I'm killing the insecurities you've inspired me to make Maybe you're not that perfect at all Maybe I'm just starting to take control I can shine as bright as you Cause I got dreams to follow to It's about time to get out of my own way And it's about time to face one
This mountain's not that hard to climb I'm miles from the top But I'm doing just fine So you can go ahead and keep Whatever makes you as perfect as you are And I'm gonna keep what makes me star I can shine as bright as you Cause I got dreams to follow too it's about time to get out of my own way And it's about time to face what makes me run away See, I've heard you loud and clear And I'm taking my chances Cause they're not yours to take No, they're not yours to take My chances here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. Hope you enjoyed today's program as we talk with performer Frankie Ray here online with yours truly, Bill Alexander. If you want to check out Frankie's website, go to frankieray.com. And if you want to check out my website, it's italknet.com. So that's going to wrap up another program for today. And thank you very much for listening to us on WMCK.FM and also watching us on Fayette TV Channel 77 as we broadcast from the Phil Giannetti Motors Studios from high atop High Street in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle, give Chip a call at 724-785-6800 or check out his website at PhilGiannettiMotors.com. Everybody, I am out of here. You have a great one. We'll talk to you next time here online with yours truly. Bill Alexander. ever been a renter you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't but did you know zillow does rentals it makes the search so easy they have filters for pretty much everything so you can find that place that's in your budget but also isn't a shoebox 
or a place that's close to your parents. But far enough, they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. If you've ever been a renter, you know it's stressful to find a place with everything you love and nothing you don't. But did you know Zillow does rentals? It makes the search so easy. They have filters for pretty much everything, so you can find that place that's in your budget, but also isn't a shoebox. Or a place that's close to your parents, but far enough they have to call first. Plus, it's easy to apply, request tours, and pay rent in the app. Head to ZillowRentals.com and find your sweet spot. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Scramble through our world-class golf courses or shop your way through the square. Be one with nature as you hike or bike through our parks and trails or hunker down at one of our breweries. And when it's time to eat, be sure to bite into our eclectic food scene. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.